Buckle up for another episode of Below the Iceberg, the one and only podcast where we talk to real life two comma club winners. Whether you're a small business owner, an entrepreneur, a wannabe entrepreneur, or you've been in business for a while, you're sure to pick up tidbits of actionable advice from these million dollar entrepreneurs. Now, if you don't know what a two comma club winner is, it's where they've built one funnel inside the ClickFunnels software and they've sold one million dollars through just that one funnel, which is an absolutely fantastic achievement. Now, in today's episode, I'm really excited to be talking to Brandon Guthrie, who built websites for 300 bucks, but he has gone on to build multi-million dollar businesses. And now he's achieved the Two Comma Club, but also he's achieved the Two Comma Club X Award, which is 10 million in one funnel. And he's well on his way to 25 million. So let's dive in and find out all the unexpected things that's happened on Brandon's path to the million dollar funnel. Okay, so welcome Brandon to Below the Iceberg. Thank you for having me. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I want to congratulate you on getting a two comma club and 10x. Yes, thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's been uh, it's been a crazy journey and we're just getting started. I can see it on the wall there. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Not I oh that? Oh how did that get there? <laughs> so what I like to do with my guests is I like to go check out their social media stats because it shows our listeners exactly what is achievable with big followings and small followings. So I checked you out and Facebook is about 515 followers on your personal profile. That is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Design Dream Labs, you've got like, dream. I said that wrong, Dream Design Labs, 5.1 thousand followers on that one um your personal instagram 2700 around Mm -hmm. that number and -hmm. then i found you on tiktok yeah (laughs) just getting started there i love it um 195 on tiktok so it's really good to see what's possible with different people's size following so what's your favorite where do you spend most of your time where do I spend most of my time? I would say that um, I spend most of my time producing results in um, in the businesses that we are a part of. So what I meant uh, what I meant was on social media, which is the platform oh, you spend most of your time. Oh, um, most of my time probably goes to Facebook. Yeah. 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 Okay, so uh, I mean, it's I try to spread it out, but yeah, mostly yeah, I like most, Facebook. Mostly Facebook. So, do you want to tell our listeners exactly what it is that you do? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, Dream Design Labs is a marketing agency, and um, what we've done is we've pro- we worked we worked really hard to produce the results, did the dark work for years and years and years. Finally, really started to pop off, produce results for our clients, and. Um, then from there we realized, man, we're we're making these people multimillionaires, and we're over here, you know, making a few grand or something, you know, like come on, <laughs> what's up with that? What's wrong with that? So um, basically, from there, um, we were like, okay, we need to start actually seeing this as investors, being real business men and women, and 
step into equity and partnerships and rev share. And like, there's so much potential here. It's like, that's the next graduation after marketing agency is like buying and selling businesses. Like that's where it's really at. Right. So what we've done is we've partnered with some of our clients and through that, we've been able to uh, take our expertise and we bring our expertise to the table. They're good at this. We're good at this. Our expertise is marketing. We bring that marketing piece to the business. We scale that business up and, uh, you know, we do our part. They do their our, their part and we, you know, split the profits. And, uh, you know, we've been able to, with that, achieve the two comma and the two comma X club award. Awesome. That's awesome. So when did you get the first award? First award was 2020. Okay. COVID. And, <laughs> and COVID. And uh, so what was the type of funnel that you were using to get that award? The funnel that we used to get that award, I would call it a quiz funnel. Quiz funnel has been really good to us. It's really about instead of running ads based on trying to sell something, it's running ads based out of, out of curiosity. So right, okay. you're like, hey, you know, just out of curiosity, you know, see if you qualify for X, Y, Z. And they're like, oh, okay. I normally wouldn't do this, but it's... I want to check it out. We lost. I lost you there in a minute. I don't know if oh. it's my internet. You you went a little. You went off a little. You went a bit fuzzy then. <laughs> oh. So hopefully we're good. Explain again. What what? So with the quiz. So you're running ads on Facebook. Yep. For a quiz. So where do they go then? So they say they want to do the quiz. What happens next? So if somebody doesn't know what a quiz funnel is, how does that work? Yeah, for sure. So basically, for. So we'll give you an example. So one of our one of our businesses is a blown-in insulation, energy efficiency, duct work, all the attic, ceiling and lowering energy bills, that kind of thing. Okay. So we run a we're we're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Google ads, YouTube ads, we're all over the place. But let's just say for this case, Facebook. And um they see the ad, they say, Hey, see basically uh Or a program, an incentive program that we have going on right now. Click the link below to see if you qualify. Oh, okay. So they click the link. They land on a quiz page. So it's a ClickFunnels page. Right. And there's an embedded type form or job form quiz. And they answer questions to see if they qualify. Because you don't work with everybody. You only work with the type of clients you want to work with, right? So we right. qualify them to see if they qualify to work with us because we're choosy right okay and and so by doing that they're actually we ask questions in that quiz that prime them for the sale and even handle objections in the questions things like how long have you been doing research how soon are you looking to get this done if you could see the right product at the right price from the right company do we have the chance to earn your business no so like doing these things in the quiz to see if they qualify. And then after they fill out the quiz, then the next step is basically committing to getting a a free estimate. So, and then on this page, the first step is really basic, really quick, it's just a quiz. The second page, now we're getting into copy, design, funnel bill. This is like the, this is almost like a sales page. And on this page, say, hey, free professional estimate or congratulations, you qualify. For a limited time, we're offering free professional estimates. 
And then we go into a formula of problem, solution, who this is for, who this is not for, you know, uh, features, benefits, testimonials, scarcity, urgency, and then what are you waiting for, copy, and then boom, form at the bottom and form at the top. And after they fill out the estimate page, then they go to the next page and say, hey, you're here, might as well book it in the calendar right here, right now. Boom, they book it. And now we're even experimenting with offering them a $100 Amazon gift card if they just book it right now. Huge incentive. All right, okay. as well. How's that working? We're, we're just now about to launch that new right, that okay. new idea. Yeah, we were literally boxing about it today. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm excited. We've been talking about it for a minute, but but yeah, so I'm excited. I'm sure it's gonna, I'm sure it's gonna be really good because yeah, anyways. So yeah, then, okay, book your calendar. And then after that, um, then we send them to a page. Hey, would you like to see if you qualify for low monthly payments? And then that sends, oh yeah, sure. I'd like to see. Sends them to an application page where they can become pre-qualified before anyone has ever reached out to that lead. All so, right, okay. um, so they come in pre-qualified for financing. If they come in at, hey, finance for $20,000, salesperson is going to come in and be like, okay, I know like where, what I have to work with. And when they've been pre-qualified, the closing ratio is like 90 over 90%. Awesome. So when you hit the two comma club, was it a goal to get the two comma club with that funnel? Hmm. You know, I think we more just set out to just grow. And then it was actually funny when we passed the million dollar mark, we were like, we we're like, Oh, we actually got to 4 million and we were like, Oh, we should, we, I think we qualify for the two comic club award. <laughs> it's like, we should, we should probably apply for that. So, yeah. <laughs> so you didn't have a party or a celebration at 1 million. It sort of passed you by. Um, yeah. I mean, we made it to 4 million. I would say there was a bit of a cele celebration there. You know, we all flew into town, hung out, spent some time together definitely planned for the next year we're all excited so yeah we did celebrate we did celebrate <laughs> for sure but not until we did the four million to be honest yeah <laughs> okay so you were doing that funnel for a client yeah for a um well because we are partners in the business it's really our we're doing the marketing portion for our own company right yeah okay Okay, so when you did that, was it profitable? Was the ads that you were running, was it profitable? Was it a profitable funnel? Because you hear about people that do funnels, they do a million dollars, but actually it wasn't actually profitable. Mm, yeah, self-liquidating offers. Um, so no, yeah, this one was definitely profitable. We were we were doing uh, between 10X and 20X return on ad spend. So oh, okay. it's definitely profitable. Awesome. <laughs> but... Um, I mean, I know, I know the coaching world is different um, and we're actually, we are stepping into the coaching world right now as well to coach what we've done over here. That's su super awesome. Yeah. That's going to be this done for you option or partnership program where we actually step in your business is going to be like our top tier master inner circle is part really business partnerships. Um, and we're going to step into the coaching world and we know um, that um, when you're getting people into your value ladder at like a free or a $97 option, there's definitely a lot of times where you're probably going to be self-liquidating and that's totally okay. Because if you're able to get them on the phone and 
close them into higher packages yeah you know in the near future at the end of the day in a 12-month period if you're profitable then it's a home run yeah okay so let's do a little bit of a rewind now and i want to take you back to your childhood yeah okay okay so, what was your childhood like where did you grow up I was born and raised in Huntington Beach, California, and uh, I've uh, been blessed to have my my mom and my dad there with me. I have a, an older brother, younger sister, and um, was was never, was definitely, uh, we were in a nice, nicer neighborhood, uh, but I think we were basically house poor is what, is what happened, and we were, we never had money to do to do anything uh we never took trips anywhere all my friends were always flying around because in huntington beach california actually that's an affluent area so right, everyone okay. has money so all your friends are doing all this stuff and you're not and i'm like asking my dad for five bucks for like lunch and he's like you can't even it's like a big deal you know and, or and i wouldn't even get that um so, so what we, did we your parents had, do my my dad was a sales and is still a sales manager at a motorcycle dealership. All right. Um, and yeah, so that was that was cool. And then my mom was a stay at home mom, so it was a single income in an affluent area. And the income it was a single income that wasn't that great, and it was only a single income on top of that in an affluent area. If we would have been in Arizona or like somewhere in the sticks, it would have been probably more manageable. But we were like you know, in this nice area of California with a single income and, and not a great single income at that. Hopefully what, my dad doesn't see this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the dream when you was a child? What did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a professional motocross racer. I, I grew <laughs> up riding dirt bikes. I grew up racing, motor, like riding dirt bikes. And I started beginning to race motocross as I got started to progress and uh I was racing and I was like oh yeah I want to be a professional racer and and uh there's a whole there's a whole story there <laughs> so did you go to college I started going to college right across the street from where where I grew up at Golden West College in Huntington Beach California I started going and I'm skipping a little bit of the story, but at this point I already was deep into Photoshop and Illustrator and graphic design and really loving that and having right, a passion okay. for that. How, how did you get into that then? Um, I So I got into it originally because I was like around this motocross world, this like this like extreme sports world. And I was really into like the dope marketing, this like the epic marketing that Red Bull had and Nike and just like all these epic brands. I was super like just into the branding, like just loved it. Right. And then I actually had a friend in high school. He was, he was printing t-shirts with a silkscreen printer that he bought and he was using Photoshop. He was like doing these little like stamps on the shirt and like, Oh yeah, we're going to print this. And I was like, I was just like, you could, I was like, that's cool. I was like, could you show me how to do that? He said, like, yeah, sure. Let me show you. I was like, oh my gosh, I can literally create anything I want on a blank canvas. And to me, that was like so cool. I was like, I could put anything on a t-shirt and we still can. But and it's like underutilized, amazing ability that anyone could do at any time. Right. You can express yourself on a blank canvas. So cool. I was, I was hip captivated by that. 
and he's got and he kind of he kind of got over it and i was like what are you doing this is awesome like we gotta we started he started a t-shirt company i and he stopped and i was like why what are you doing like this is so cool so i started my own called impulse clothing i started printing my own shirts designing i went all in i started selling t-shirts at, at my high school i would stand outside of like cl- nightclubs and like sell them like <laughs> outside when people are coming out all probably hammered and drunk after a long night like hey like we got these cool shirts and how old were you then when you were doing that i, I started when i was 15 16 I was oh, like 15 wow. 16 yeah <laughs> i was hustling and did uh you sell them? did the people buy them outside the nightclub 100 100 percent. i was like i'm rich yeah i sold i sold out of that you know and uh it was it was amazing and uh what happened next connected to college was I, so I got all into that and actually used lynda.com to really get super proficient at it. It was like 25 bucks a month. You can learn anything and everything, any Adobe product, HTML, CSS, whatever you want, video editing. And I, but I dove deep on Photoshop and Illustrator, After Effects, Premiere Pro, all those cool Adobe products. And I show up to college and I already have my business now up to this point and and i'm kind of like going through it and it's so slow they're teaching it so slow (laughs) and i literally was like oh my gosh i can't like do this and i ended up like talking to the teacher showing what's going on and he's like oh snap you're good he's like would you mind actually being a guest teacher (laughs) and i was like oh my gosh i gotta get out of here this is too slow so i literally was just like who am I going to show this piece of paper to myself? I'm already, I already have my business at this point. And I was like kind of doing it to esteem myself or have some status or some prestige of, but I, I was just like, dude, this is so slow. Who am I going to show it to myself? And I basically bailed, um, before I could, I was like one credit away from my digital art search. Uh, I think it was certification or something uh, like so that. You stayed yeah. a while then. If you were that close. I was I was there. It was like a two year. It was two years for the certification. Right. So I was probably like a year and a half <laughs> in and I was like, this I'm out. So what what happened next? And so where were you selling what were you doing with your business on while you was at college? Was it just t shirts? Um, so the way the what the way the story kind of went was I started doing that and then I was racing simultaneously. I'm a pro racer, business owner. I wanted to be both. And <laughs> Um, so I was racing in 2006, San Bernardino, California at the world famous Glen Helen raceway. And I was, you know, boom, I was right dead center in the race, adrenaline pumping, blood pumping. And then the worst happened. I got cross-threaded on the face of a jump sideways in the air, super big jump, landed completely sideways, boom, smack the ground with my head. I was out cold, unresponsive. Oh, dear. Emergency responders rush over to me, trying to revive me, trying to wake me up. Nothing. Unresponsive. Lifeless. They helicopter me out of the racetrack, rush me to a hospital. They, I had long hair down to my shoulders. They shaved my head, drilled a hole in my skull, and put a tube in my head to hopefully save me from brain damage because i had internal bleeding in my brain whoa and wasn't uh, expecting that. yeah 
so from there i was induced into a coma for five days and i remember uh i woke up in the hospital two weeks later i was at I, they removed me or i came out of a coma five days but i didn't wake up for two weeks and when i woke up i was i couldn't walk i couldn't function properly i like was just all messed up and then oh my all my aspirations of being a professional racer being an entrepreneur business owner i was like out the window i was like if i could just be a normal person now i would be lucky wow. so i i'm in the hospital the hospital became my residence i was there for two months straight was just physical therapy, PT, trying to get my body to work again. Um, being able to, I wasn't able to walk. They they would put a leash on me in case I would like fall over in the hospital corridors. Um, they they like they. I remember one. I remember this specifically. They gave me this little basketball and a little kitty hoop, and they were like, "Okay, try to shoot this into the kitty hoop." And I was like, "I was like, oh yeah, this is gonna be easy. Like this is stupid." And I tried throwing it, it was like five feet away. And I was like, okay, I got this. And I sh shot it and it literally just fell like halfway between me and the hoop. And I was like, oh man, something's not right. Mm. So, um, and I remember the most, one of the most humiliating moments was they had, they took me out to the parking lot. When I started to recover a bit, I was starting to like get my, my, luckily I started to get some of my motor skills back slowly but surely. Mm. and they're like okay let's take you out into the parking lot next to beach boulevard and let's like let's see if you can run with this leash on you i was like so embarrassing what? humiliating you know just like i'm like trying to just get my motor skills back so it was wild two months go by they released me from the hospital um then they say hey you're on how you're gonna be on house arrest for a month because you have highly high likelihood of having a seizure so I had to stay in my home for a month. Uh, luckily, I had some friends come by and, like, you know, pay tribute and hang out. And so how old were you then when this happened? I was 16. Oh, so wow. That's all happened pretty young. close. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. God. Yeah. So, um, so, but luckily, one thing that, you know, motocross taught me was discipline and perseverance. That was one thing motocross, like, it, it really lit up a passion inside of me that I, I really since have not been able to duplicate. It's like crazy, psychotic obsession of motocross and, and it taught me discipline and perseverance. So, you know, I didn't give up. So I, I had a meeting with the doctor. I said, how long until I can get back on the bike? <laughs> and he's like, whoa, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like, like at least, at least a year. And so I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. So what I did was actually shout out to a couple of my buddies, Ryan Andreka and Alex Arnett. We picked up a camera and we started to motivate media. And so I bought a camera. I started interviewing the professional racers at the track. So I, so I still kept going to the track, but this time I wasn't, right, on the, I wasn't on the bike. So I showed up with my gimp limp and I uh, started interviewing the pros. And the cool thing about motocross is it's like an underdog sport. So you could, the pros just hang out in the track, like in the parking lot. You could just walk up to them. And I was like, you can't do that with NFL. You can't just walk up to the pro, right? But here I was like able to just be like, hey, would you mind if I just interviewed you? And they're like, sure. So I'd interview them. 
And what I did with lynda.com was I learned HTML, CSS, JavaScript with my downtime that I now had. I learned how to code a website straight up from Notepad, no Dreamweaver, no assisting tools. I literally was like going on expert level mode first and learning how to do it straight up from Notepad. So I built my own website called motivatemedia.com. I think I still own the domain. And <laughs> uh, I put the interviews on the website. And it's actually, if if you go back through my Instagram, it's one of my first posts ever. You'll see in one my, my website. It's pretty funny. And <laughs> Um, I put the interviews on there and I put Google AdSense so right, I get yeah. paid by the traffic, right? I was making money, still figuring out ways to make money. <laughs> and uh, so I was doing that and then someone saw my website and they just asked me like, hey, did you build that? I was like, yeah, I did. He's like, could, could you do that for me? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I could do that for you. He's like, okay, I'll give you 300 bucks. I was like, sweet, that's a <laughs> lot of money. <laughs> so I built him a website and I had my first client and I was like, oh, wow, this is cool. I think people are willing to pay more and value more websites. So web design rather than just like graphic design, which I was also doing on the, um, I was also doing that. Um, and I, I actually had gotten graphic design jobs up to this point. So that, uh, that's. How that were you getting so, the graphic design jobs? Uh, I'm the first one. I literally just went online and looked at my local graphic design app, like jobs available. And I found this one down the street at monster image. Shout out to Scotty, uh, <laughs> over there. He's still, I'm pretty sure he's still rolling. I was like, he's like, Oh yeah. I was like, he was like, yeah, I got it. He was, I remember he didn't tell his buddies like, yeah, I got the awesome graphic designer for $11 an hour. He was all pumped on it. He was like, <laughs> I got a great deal. And so I remember I worked that job and then I moved over to working at a local like Dave and Buster style place being their marketing graphic design guy. And then that's where I met the $300 website guy. And, uh, and so I built the site and I was like, what, this is so cool. I can like create things for clients in web design. So, um, what I did that from there was. I pushed on web design. I was like, this is going to be, people pay a thousand dollars, two thousand, three thousand dollars for a website, you know, yeah. a graphic design, a logo, you get like a hundred bucks, you know, this is like similar, like similar work, but you're making three grand instead of 300. Yeah. So this was early, wasn't it? There was no Shopify's, there was no, there's no website platforms then, was there really? I think the main one was like WordPress. Uh, I remember Magento was, was out there that's a i'm not yeah that's not a whole lot so um i get going i'm like hey, i'm gonna do this and i do it as a side hustle while i'm working and in 20 up to 2014 my income equaled my salary so i was like okay i'm gonna bail on my salary i quit my day job i went all in my business all right okay and i was like sweet i got a pad by the beach I had, I was like, yeah, I can make my own schedule and making money. This is cool. <laughs> and I got enticed by the private jets and the Lambos. And I actually don't like that now because I made it all about like making money and serving myself, which is where I first went wrong. And so because I made it about myself, I started to live my good life, which was like go party during the week because I can own my own business. I can do that. So I started going out, getting drinks 
one night a week, two, three, four, five, six, seven nights a week. Before you know it, I was getting blacked out drunk every single night, showing up to meetings, intoxicated, falling asleep at the table. I started to lose sight of like why I got into business was to make epic branding, serve clients and like build my company. And I made out more about like partying and uh, naturally that it, it landed me with an eviction notice. And uh, I ended up losing where I was that awesome pad by the beach that I had. And then I was faced with the pain, humiliation, embarrassment of moving back into my parents' spare bedroom. All right. And once I got in there and the door and I like landed there I, and I sobered up, I was like, oh man, what just happened? Like I got, I was like out of my mind for like a year and I finally sobered up and I was like, what just happened? And at rock bottom, I was like, I realized I needed to do two things. And one was I needed to get my life right with God and get my life like on track to how I should be living my life. And two was I need to learn how to market myself out of this hole that I've got myself into. Right. right? So how did you, how did you, what happened to make you think you needed God to help you get out of it? So I was, um, I was raised going to church. I never really like had a connection really. I was just kind of going through the motions. And um, I think that because I knew in my heart that I um, shouldn't be living that way, um, I knew that I felt convicted that I was off the path and um, that God had for me. And um, I, I know that God has plans to prosper, prosper me, not to harm me. And, um, I know just operating on the principles of the Bible alone, whether you, no matter what you believe, if you operate in the ways of the Bible, it, it's going to give you a more, more poise and self-control and greater wisdom and discernment and like, like able to have self-control over yourself. So you don't like start going out there and start partying every night like when you are slowly but surely working on your business you're more likely to succeed than if you're like you're like reaching out money and like private jets lambos let's acquire debt let's you know like you're out of your yeah. mind you know so i just knew like i need to like get on those principles i need to get okay, on that okay. on that track and were you what about your physical health then from your accident oh, was that how did that go were you good question no um so basically um so the year passed or no actually he said the doctors had one year off the bike so six months later there i am on the bike <laughs> so I, I could only get six months without the bike so i got back on the bike six months later um and honestly most of my motor skills had come back by six months. I had been doing pretty rigorous physical therapy. Um, and I'm blessed to say that, uh, uh, that all my motor skills are back and, um, that I'm only, I only have a couple of screws loose. <laughs> and maybe I think that's a good thing though. I think I need a couple of loose screws to be an entrepreneur, right? <laughs> So, yeah. So, you know, um, basically 
uh, from that point, I was like, okay, I need to market myself out as whole. And what I do from there is, okay, I'm going to scrape the face of the planet to figure out how I'm going to like learn how to do marketing and advertising. So I take every mentor I know out to lunch. I read every single book. I watch YouTube videos till my eyes are bleeding. I literally was work was on it like seven days a week, 18 hours a day, like feeling the pain, humiliation, embarrassment searing into my soul every single day that I was living in my parents' house. I was like, you know, uh, it was, it was killing me. So I was nonstop. I was barely eating. I was barely sleeping. I was losing my muscle mass. I was getting pale as paper. I was losing my hair. And like literally my then girlfriend, now wife, her stepdad was like, what's wrong with Brandon? He's like, he looks like there's something wrong. He's like, what's going on? Is he okay? Cause I was starting to get really scrawny because I was not working out. I was not exercising. I was barely eating. Like this is like legitimately happened. And because I was like obsessed with getting myself out of this hole and uh, I failed a ton. I failed a ton. I failed a ton, but eventually I started to learn and and I kept pushing when the, when there was no light at the end of the tunnel and there was no hope. I just kept pushing. I had that perseverance and that discipline that I got from motocross from being an athlete. And uh, I didn't give up. I kept pushing. And eventually when most people give up, I kept going. And I knew if I could just last a little bit longer than everyone else that I would be successful. So I call it, I always say it was like I was being drugged through broken glass and hot coals and being waterboarded every single day like i literally i nice. legitimately <laughs> like that's how it felt for me like i'm not i'm not kidding so it's what were you actually doing though what were you were you were you you were, were you in a state of learning or were you trying to find clients or were you doing both i was more trying to learn i would say and probably a little bit of trying to find clients too for sure. I actually have an embarrassing post that I made like years and years and years ago about like, I'll post this, I'll share this one day where it's like, Hey, $9.99, I'll do your website, your SEO and your design or whatever. It's like this huge package that I was willing to do for like 999 bucks. Now there's no way that we would ever <laughs> do that, but it was during that time. And I was, I would, uh, so have you ever heard of torrents? No. Or crowd like crowdfunding. All right, um, yeah. So basically, I joined this website. I don't condone this, <laughs> uh, but basically, it was you pay like you pay like uh, twenty bucks a month, and you get access to being able to like buy courses as a group. Like, hey, I'm gonna put in fifty bucks. You put in fifty bucks. All I'll right, put in 50 okay. Bucks. No, I've not and, heard of that. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Off the, it's called getwsodo.com or something like that. Uh, I don't, I, I don't know if it's really ethical or not, but it, it it's like crowd. It's like, Hey, you know, like let's, I mean, I guess it is cause they're getting paid, right. They're getting paid, but it's All like, right, kind okay. Of, so, so you group together so you can buy a group, a uh, high ticket coaching and then you'll share the login. Yeah. So that sort of thing. Yeah. I don't think that's, yeah. Yeah, it's not good, good, is it? I do not remember good. somebody somebody asked me once if I wanted to do that, and I was like, mm, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no, 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 I don't do that now. So I completely don't condone that. Like, if it's my program or someone else's program, I know that they're hoping that we're going to be honest. But I'll I'll be honest, I was being scrappy at that time, and I needed to learn. So I got some programs. I was able to access some courses that like taught me Facebook ads and Google ads and 
all that. And I, I remember I, I luckily, my dad was, he weaseled me my way into being able to do ads for his dealership. And, um, I was trying stuff and actually ended up shooting this funny commercial. It's horrible. And I'll, I could, I should share this too. Uh, it was a Facebook ad. I shot it. I had a sales guy with a shaky arm shoot the video with no audio equipment. And it's me trying to do the dollar shave club ad. <laughs> oh, I do love basically that. Basically for a motorcycle dealership though. It's hilarious. I'll share it one day. It's going to be a funny story. And it ended up kind of working and it actually produced results, but I wasn't able to track it properly. I couldn't articulate like this money brought in this sales clearly. So it worked like when I did the research, like, oh, we just, we turned 2,400 bucks into 24 grand. Like, that's awesome. But I wasn't able to like prove it because I was new and didn't have systems and reporting. Yeah. And, and then the guy basically chopped me. Um, so I kept getting, kept getting, you know, from bad to worse. And but I kept going and eventually I actually did land uh, a good client through a referral through a friend of mine because he'd been seeing me grinding, starting to produce results with that one Dollar Shave Club Facebook <laughs> ad. You know, like it worked. I swear it worked. Like, trust me. After all this, like all this time of trying and finally I got someone who trusted me and um, really the rest is history. Uh, and um, I I actually remembered at the racetrack, all the, all the, all the people riding right next to me in the parking lot, but they're either roofers, HVAC companies or landscapers. And so I was like, wait a second, maybe I should like try to reach out to that community because we click in that like off-road style personality, you know? Yeah. And so I reach out, I connect with a, a buddy of mine from the off-road world. And that was our first two, the two comic club word. I said, Hey, I said, listen, let's partner up. I know you want to grow your business. I want to grow mine. Link me in. Add me into your business, not a, not like some random lead gen guy trying to sell you on leads or sell you pay per lead. Like, let's be partners. I want to be a part of this business. So, his last famous words were "scared money don't make money." And <laughs> 2020, we landed the Two Comma Club Award, doing doing four million dollars, and now we got the Two Comma X Club Award, surpassing ten million dollars, and now we are. Uh, we partnered up with uh, a similar company, uh, not or in a different industry, but we we love this model of like business partners, right? Rather than like your typical lead gen agency, because everyone has enough of those. We want to be business consultants, not just lead gen company, right? You know, and so we lo locked arms with another one, and since then we've already cleared ten million. We're on our way to twenty five million now. Oh, wow. We're gonna be we're headed to a hundred million within uh, four years is our, is our business plan. And we're locking arms with uh, a $50 million business here. Uh, we just locked in the partnership this week and we're locking arms in 90 days with another roofing company in New Orleans. And so, yeah, we're just excited. We we're basically getting like a, a percentage of, of what we create. So if it's a hundred million dollars, uh, you know, you can imagine what that could be. Awesome. So on those really tough days, how did you keep going? How, what, 
what was your motivation to keep going? Mm. So yeah, at first, it at first when the when it was really bad, and I was feeling the pain, humiliation, embarrassment on a on a real level. Um, honestly, it was kind of like I'm gonna do this or I'm gonna die trying mindset that really got me um, moving and wanting to get out of that. That was honestly like almost um, that really pushed me. But now it's transformed as I've grown as a business owner. Uh, it went from just needing to serve myself and like pay my bills and do it right this time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, and now it's transformed to how do I keep the motivation? And that's where it gets deeper. And, um, and it's like, I'm, I, for a while there, I was racking my brain, like, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? What's my purpose? What's my why? What's my why? What's my why? And, um, really for me personally, and, you know, I want to respect everyone's beliefs, but I personally believe that it's my purpose to be here to further the kingdom of God on this planet. So, um, and I believe that my interests and my talents determine how I'm going to do that. And so I think that through the abundance we create through these companies we partner with that, so our percentage that we actually create a big portion of that is going to go towards a blessing fund, which is basically just, um, to build homes for the homeless, right. whether that's in our country or in other countries. And we're going to call that like. ClickFunnels has funnel hackers. Yeah. Ours is going to be kingdom builders. All right. Okay. They're doing God's work on the planet. So it's like, okay, that is, that purpose is greater than my circumstances. So if fit hits the shan <laughs> and things are tough, like remember your purpose is greater than your circumstances and by focusing on a purpose, whether you have different beliefs, give yourself a purpose. And then obviously, like for me, obviously a selfish why is like my family, my wife, my future kids, obviously like that feels like a selfish why, like, yeah, I want my little bubble to be taken care of, of course, Yeah. but past that, past that through the abundance, which keeps me driving to big goals rather than just fulfilling only my family is the purpose that I have a much greater purpose to make massive impact in the world and that really drives me to keep me going and then what it's done is whether it's good or bad i tried to stay the, the same the same emotional response literally we just had an awesome thing happen the other day and i got excited for a second i was like yes pat yourself on the back yeah. congratulations you should you should celebrate but after i celebrated i said okay cool bring it back down don't get your joy and your and your happiness from that because guess what it's probably gonna it may go away how right. are you gonna feel then yeah so it's a lot of it's been a lot of like personal growth on on when times get tough just like being removed from it you know and being more focused on on your purpose and have you had mentors along the way that you think has helped you on your journey Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so one of my first, one of the first people and everyone, everyone, uh, probably got a lot of people laugh at this guy, but Hey, I gotta say, he got me, got me a little bit into the world. Ty Lopez. All right. <laughs> so, okay. 
<laughs> some people talk trash on him, but you know, you can hate on him, but he definitely, sometimes you just need the right person to motivate you to get you off your butt. Right. Yeah. So Ty Lopez, um, and, uh, I remember Neil Patel and, uh, Grant Cardone and like Jim Rohn and, um, Who's that? Who's that? Oh man, I love that guy. I can't remember his name right now. But just those those personal development people. Tony Robbins was surprisingly not a big part of it. He was. I wasn't as much like. I don't know why I didn't come across his content as much. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember this guy's name. Uh, it'll come back to me. But and then personally, um, along the way, uh, I had, I had. Uh, Mike Ortiz, so I want to give a big shout out to him. He's been he's been pouring into me and blessing me big time. He's been a big mentor of mine. He actually helped. Uh, he's one of he is like the behind the scenes guy that really helps some of the biggest ClickFunnels people become the biggest ClickFunnels people. Who's that? Before, like yeah, like OG, like first time, first round of two comma X Club Award winners. All right, okay. Mike Ortiz, he helped them get there. And he's like the unsung hero and he needs his time. So I'm trying to bless him back. He's been pouring into me. He he just saw something in me, I, I think, that uh, aligns with him. He wants to further the kingdom of God as well. Um, and I think he's just been coaching and mentoring me, honestly, out of the goodness of his heart. Uh, so that's I want to give a big shout out to him. Check him out if you guys. He's maverickagency.com. You can check Google him, him. Definitely check him out. Do you do any daily affirmations or meditation or anything like that? Yes, definitely. I have one I say every day. And I try to do it always right when I wake up before I grab my phone. That's the challenge, right? <laughs> I'm like, I literally, I'll grab it. I'll be like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I got to do the prayer. Okay. So this is what I say every morning. I say, dear Jesus, Separate my flesh from my spirit. Remove all selfishness, greed, pride, ego, fear, stress, anxiety, scarcity mindset, and replace it with the calmness, peace, and abundance mindset of the Holy Spirit. I pray that I have the fruit of the Holy Spirit today. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, goodness, and self-control. Um, I pray that I would identify negative thoughts as the enemy as the battlegrounds in my, which is in my mind, the spiritual warfare happens right up here. The enemy's trying to, we're clashing up here. And I pray that I would put on the full armor of God, which is the helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, which is to do what is right, the belt of truth, the shoes of peace that your walk would match your talk, the shield of faith, and the sword of God, which is the word of God. Uh, I'm grateful for everything that's happened to me in the past. That's happening to me right here, right now, like this podcast. And then I'm, and I'm grateful for everything that is already done. It is finished. And I say, and then I um, say, like, I pray that I remember that I am the son, that we are the sons and daughters of the king and creator of the universe. So we have royal blood pumping through our veins. I pray that we would start puffing out our chest. Like we, and start acting like it, hold our shoulders back start acting like we're a part of the royal family. And uh, and then lastly, I, I always pray that, uh, uh, that that God would speak to me, that, that he would tell me what he wants me to do today. 
And uh, then I say, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Wow. So where did you get that from? Who who instilled that into you? Um. So that one, separate my flesh from my spirit. Where did I get that? It's the flesh from my spirit. Who said that? I remember someone said that specifically. And then, I mean, it's like the Bible. I pieced it together. Like, who did this separate my flesh from my spirit? I remember someone specifically once told, said that. And I was like, that's really good. Oh, John Robert Eddy. Check him out. Awesome guy. He has the Unfair Advantage book. He's amazing. He really lit up a fire in me. He's amazing. Um, he said to separate my flesh from my spirit. He said the, the pride, greed, ego, selfishness. He started, I remember I heard that. I hear pieces from people that I like and I say it. Then I added in the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which is the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, goodness, self-control. I've heard people say, you can have, you can experience the emotions you want to experience by just deciding that you want to experience. You want to feel, you want to feel love. You can feel that right now. Just think about it. So that's where that comes in. Um, the gratefulness is pretty, you know, straightforward, the past, present, and future. And then the full armor of God that is, that's biblical. That's the Bible verse yeah. that talks about commanding us to put on the full armor of God every day. And then, and then there's another Bible verse that says, but make sure that you don't only recite affirmations, like have a real conversation with God and with Jesus. So uh, I always end it with, and so now, and then like I say like, okay, so now you speak to me, like drop me some divine wisdom right now. Like, what do you want me to do today? And instead of only having this framework, because it literally yeah. says like, don't only have this thing. You just repeat like clockwork and you don't actually have like any like relationship and connection. All so right. I've just pieced it together. <laughs> awesome. I like it. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So the focus for the next 12 months, what is that? Uh, and what's going on here? I lost my screen. Am I, can you still see yep, me? Yep. You're still here. Yeah. Okay. So What's the, what's your again. focus for the next 12 months? Um, focus for the next 12 months. Ooh. Okay. So for the next 12 months, Ooh, yes, 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 yes. So I have it on, on the background of my phone because Jim Rohn says, look at it twice a day, right? Look at your goals. And, uh, so one of them is to partner up with five, nine figure, uh, businesses and have equity rev share with those businesses. And it's funny since I, since I wrote that down now, we're, I think we're at, we're going to be, I think we're already at three and I'm trying to do five by July 4th, 2023. And then the other one is awesome. um, to grow my coaching program in All right, okay. seven figures. So that, well, I got a two common club award for the, for the coaching aspect of what we've been able to create over here. Now we want to coach it. Right. Okay. So how, how are you finding these nine figure businesses that you want to partner with? Um, so honestly, so far it's been to find bigger, to find, uh, bigger companies like that, or at least they're on their way to nine figures is also like, obviously there are, if they're already at nine figures, it's hard. It's like, oh, we're going to get you to nine figures. We're like, oh, we're already there. So we need people more like a 10 to 50 million. Right. But honestly, um, I 
by going to conferences. <laughs> so, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I actually just got back from a, res- a contractor conference from last week with Sales Transformation Group. Shout out to them. They're awesome. Um, and I met um, several people that are perfect candidates for that. And we really locked in on belief system and um, the way we operate. And I think, you know, I was just, I just get out there and. All right. Okay. So if anybody wants any tips then on going to conferences and finding, finding their ideal client, what's your best tip for doing that? Oh yeah. You know, I was just talking about this the other day. I was like, oh, this is like, I need to like make this a framework. (laughs) This is, this is like cheating. Okay. So get this. You ready? This is probably going to be a framework that I teach one day. Okay. So number one, start a podcast. (laughs) Step one, start a podcast. Step two, invite someone from a conference that is influential to that podcast. Step three, build a relationship with that person. Step four, go to the conference that they're going to be at and have them introduce you to everyone they know. All right. Okay. That literally, it's like, oh my, I was like, I need to do this. I could do, I could literally do this every month and it would, the, the growth would be astronomical. I mean, Literally, okay, I have a conference that I want to go to for landscaping next next month. Um, all I got to do is find a key board member, player, coach, someone on the com- at the company that is like influential and have them on the podcast, build a true and authentic relationship, b- bring real value and, and get to know who they are. And hopefully you click. And if you do, then when you go to the conference, you just say, hey, would you mind introducing me to some of the like key players? Dude, they're like, sure, they introduce you and the rest is history. So that's, that's a little awesome. life hack. Simple, simple is best. Sometimes. <laughs> okay, last question. If you were going to be an animal for 24 hours, what would you be and why? Whoa. <laughs> Whew, that's a oh, wow, that's a good one. <laughs> Uh, animal. I mean, the first thing that popped in my head, literally, as you're saying it, was like, I picture like a tiger, a black panther, uh, and I'm assuming that my brain's telling me that because of, because of just like striving and like, like the fun, the game, the of the hunt, the fun of the hunt, and um, I think that. I grew up racing motocross. I was born in Surf City, USA. And I was like, oh, do you surf? I was like, no, actually I tried it. And I did not get it anywhere as close as much adrenaline rush as motocross. So yeah. I think I have this like, I have, I'm like, uh, I'm like a recovering adrenaline junkie. So I think that's maybe why I'm like, tiger, black panther, you know, <laughs> like go get it. Like have fun, you know, gamify it. Make it a challenge, competition, you know. So I think that's awesome. what I go with. Awesome. Okay, so thank you very much for coming on the podcast. It's been awesome to find out your story. If anybody listening wants to find out more about what you do, where can they go and find you? Yes, so um, they can head to go.dreamdesignlabs, with an S at the end, dot com forward slash 950k hyphen 30 days so that's 950k hyphen 30 days 
And there I, uh, on a silver platter as my gift, I will share with you exactly how we were able to generate $950,000 in revenue in just 30 days. Awesome. That sounds amazing. Thank you very, very much. And I'm sure our listeners will love it. So again, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on here and I look forward to seeing where this goes. Thank you for listening. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please take a moment to leave us a five-star review and subscribe to the podcast on your podcast software. It really helps us rank the podcast and get more listeners. And if you're over on YouTube, please subscribe and hit the bell. Every Friday, 8am GMT, we release a brand new episode. And until then, have a good one.